First of all, tonight she is Elim Nishmas, my father, and my Shabbat Nishmas, because the outside is tonight. Yeah, be a girl. Be a girl. If one can't dumb for the Omad as much as one would like, then at least one should be able to learn Elim Nishmas. Um, I said a few weeks ago a little rant, and I said, you know, once every ten years, so maybe that was an Ein Horror, because I'm going to give another little one now. Um, I'm coming on the back of spending the last three days in three different dinner and two different mediations. Um, so I'm a little bit burnt out, so you'll forgive me. But um, there's a vault from Rebbe Yashiv. I don't know how many of you are learning Dafayomi, but there's a vault from Rebbe Yashiv on, um, on the Daf yesterday, where the Apostle says, and Rashi tells us that the juxtaposition of Mishpatim next to Parshas Yisroi is because in Parshas Yisroi we have the Aseris Adibus. Aseris Adibus, Ma'ilu O'imim Al-Sinai, Af'ilu O'imim Al-Har-Sinai. To tell you that Re'elam Ashwaha Mishpatim, all Mishpatim, Chukim Mishpatim are also given on Har-Sinai. And Rebbe Yashiv asked the Kasha, he said that, why is it that we needed the Mishpatim to be given on Har-Sinai? Why couldn't the Mishpatim... You know, why didn't we need the Mishpatim to be given at all? Right? And, and he elaborates on the Kasha with the Gemara in yesterday's Daf. The Gemara in yesterday's Daf in Erevin tells us that if we wouldn't have had Kabbalah Satyria, then we would have been able to look at certain behavior of certain animals and we would have been able to learn from that behavior. So one of the examples in the Gemara is we would have been able to look at ants. If we would have looked at ants, if you've ever studied ants, then you'll see that they don't steal from each other. They're very, very honest. You know, you can have an ant walking with a, with a, a molecule of, f- of food, and it will fall out of their jaws, and no other ant's going to pick up. They'll wait for that ant to pick up. No one's going to snatch from each other. They're very, very honest. So as the Gemara if we wouldn't have had Kabbalah Satyria, then we could have learned honesty from ants. And the Gemara goes on, we could have learned sneers from cats, and various different things which we could have learned from various different animals. So says the Yashiv, you see... You don't need the Torah. You don't need the Torah on Mishpatim. Because you can learn honesty from ants. You can find other things where you can learn the Limudim from. Says Rabbi Yashiv, if you ask an ant if he's honest, right, in theory, right, then the ant will tell you, we're mamash of the most honest animals. But if you take a balcony view and you go back and look at the ant, then what you'll see in fact is they're mummish a bunch of ganovim. Where do they get all their food from? None of their food is their own. They'll go into your cupboard and they'll raid your cupboards and they'll take whatever they find there. Right? So are, are, are they honest? They're not honest. They're ganovim. They're all ganovim. But from themselves they've got a certain codes of behavior. Right? So honor amongst thieves, so to speak. And they talk and steal from each other. So if you look purely at the interconnectual behavior between the ants, they don't steal from each other gavaldic, so you can learn a lesson. Says Rabbi Yashiv, but that's not the lesson that Ba'etzem, a yid needs to learn. A yid needs to look at the mishpatim of the Torah, and realize that those are also given on Sinai. and we have to learn the mishpatim from the Torah as to what is the correct way of behaving and not the correct way of behaving, not just in Chukim, uh, uh, um, not just in mitzvahs uh, says you know how you shake our minimum tefillin you can't learn from anywhere other than the Torah, but even if what's the correct way of behaving and not the correct way of behaving, that itself also has to be learned from the Torah. Why um, I mention it uh, now, having been through as I say these dinner and, and and mediations, is because 
again, I, I've probably mentioned this before, but, but if you take nothing from the Shurim except for, for, for this concept, I'll feel it a certain success. Uh, um, the Kreach is an incredible thing. It, it, it's an incredible thing if you get to see it in play. If you get to watch it, and you're not part of it, right? If you're part of it, it's not always so incredible. But when you get to watch the Nagiyas in play, it, it, it's unbelievable. It's mummish mind-blowing. It's a Musa Haskell. I, I've said to her probably before, there's a very famous word from the Chobetz Chaim. Well, the Chobetz Chaim says, Chobetz Chaim al-Atir, says that if you want to know if a person is wealthy, and you go and ask the Shnora sitting on the floor outside Shtibuluch, is, you know, Mr. Cohen wealthy? And he says, wow, he's so wealthy. He even owns his own car. Right? So, yeah, so on your gedder, he's on a different level. But does that mean he's be'etzem wealthy, wealthy? It means for you he's wealthy. If you go and ask a, a very, very successful businessman about Mr. Cohen, is he wealthy? And he says to you, Baruch Hashem, he's extremely successful. That means something. That means in the context, for him, he's saying he's very wealthy. Wow, that, that already means something. Imagine you want to know if someone's intelligent. So if you ask a child, is this man intelligent? He says to you, he's, he's very, very bright. Half the words he says, I don't even know what they mean. Right? That means he's intelligent. That means he might have a bigger vocabulary than, than the child. If you ask a genius, is this person intelligent? And he tells you he's a brain box, that, that's already means something. So imagine if I could call someone a chochum. It doesn't get higher than that. If I could Shporuch who calls someone a Chochem, that's the Spitz Madriga. There is no brighter Madriga in Chochem. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, in, in medicine, you can be a doctor and then you can be a mister. That's it, Gag, you know, whatever. I don't know if it's the Gag, but whatever. So if I could Shporuch says someone is a Chochem, Spitz, that's it, right? And yet, the Torah says, Ki ha-sheichet when a person's Negea that clouds a person's perspective. The biggest Chochem, not to Amor, it's Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Any Dayonim that ever existed in history, if they would be, have Shaykhat, they would be Negea, they would be post leaders. However bright they are. There's no such thing as saying, that person on their Madriga, no, they don't have to worry about Shaykhat. It's Metzias. And Shaykhat doesn't only take the form of a brown paper envelope. Shaykhat takes the form of when a person, Odom Korov Eitzel Atzmi. I had a remarkable situation. And again, I, this is all negiatza, and how we perceive ourselves and, and how we perceive the correct way of behaving. We, we, we're, we're yekas, we pride ourselves on the correct way of behaving, right? So, so let's fine tune that, Hodge, right? Let, let's fine tune that. But, I had a situation, I have to keep this very vague. In a few weeks' time in the parish, we're going to have the famous story of the Shvatim Yosef HaTzadik. And when Yosef HaTzadik turns around and he says, Ani Yosef HaOidovi Chai. Right? Nish Mosam. Chazal tell us they, 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 they couldn't handle it. He says, Chazal, Oile Yom HaMoves, Oile Yom HaTzichocha. Woe to a person, Achamev VeEsim, Woe to a person when he comes to Yom HaDin. What's Pshat in the Maim HaChazal? So I think, I think, I saw this in Rebbe Shmulevitz, I don't remember, it was many years ago. I think as Rebbe Shmulevitz explains that the Shvatim, remember, we have to be very careful when we speak about the Shvatim, but the Shvatim, on their Madriga, which we have no idea what that 
what that is. But on their madriga, had a very difficult task in front of them. And they had to decide what was right and what was wrong. And they made a decision. And they made a decision based on what they think is correct. A collective decision. It wasn't one person making a decision. The Shvatim together were the, made, a, made a, so to speak, mini Sanhedrin and, and Paskans that effectively Yesus Chayv Misa or the next best thing. The rest of their years, from that moment on, they lived with that decision. The rest of the years, they lived with seeing the pain that their father Yaakov went through and they told themselves this was the necessary pain that he had to go through because this was the right thing. And they were convinced utterly convinced and all of a sudden in one moment the carpets whipped out from under their feet all of a sudden in one moment they stand there and Ani Yosef are you so worried about what's going to happen to Yaakov when it comes to Binyamin what happened with me and all of a sudden they see these Chalimus have come true and all of a sudden they see that they got it wrong they poshut made a mistake and at that moment when their whole sense of reality their whole sense of being able to discern what's correct and what's incorrect has now been challenged to such a dramatic effect that, that it's Pasha Parchan Ishmasam. A person can build their whole life thinking that they're mamash clear on what's right and what's wrong and they don't realize their Pasha, the yardstick is off. And at that stage, when all of a sudden it's revealed, it can mamash be a, a mamash a pachad. Say chazal, oli mamamis, oli Imagine a person goes through their whole life convinced that their mahalach might not have always been easy, there might have been difficult decisions, but ultimately it was all the, it was the right thing. They had to do the right thing. Taka some painful choices, they had to do the right thing. And then one day they discover, they get shown the video playback without the gears as to what was really happening. They get given the balcony view as to what was really happening. And mamash, it's when you get to deal with, with people, when you get to deal with machleksim, when you get to deal with disputes, commercial disputes, family disputes, Yerusha disputes, partnership disputes, and sometimes, not always, but sometimes you must see how a person's negiyas has led them down a path that is so warped, but they partially lost the wood from the trees and they, they just, they, they just, they, they're on that mission, in that blinker tunnel vision, and don't realize, at any fallout along the way, they put down to collateral damage. That's, that's, that's what has to happen. I, I had that moment the last couple of weeks where I had to unravel for a person the last number of years, what they thought was based on a certain decision and the correct way to behave and everything else, and could not see the inconsistencies in the logic, and they couldn't see the steers in the approach, and they couldn't see how clearly then the gears were completely affecting their vision in a way if anyone else would have asked them about someone else, they would have had clarity. But because they were in the midst of it, in the middle, they lost Havana. And, 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 and I mamish saw that Chazal come true in front of my eyes. When that penny dropped, when, when, when they realized that all the damage they'd done to close people's lives, people who are close to them. I'm talking about damage, I'm talking about real, real damage. All done in the name of whatever it was done in. And all posture wrong, just wrong, just convoluted thinking based on a person's own negias. And I saw that headlight 
moment and that penny drop I've never seen this Chazal as clear Mamish, that moment of, of Ani Yosef, Oedavichai. Most people don't get to have that moment. Most people, Baruch Hashem, don't have Nagiyas that take them so much down such a path that, that, that they, they one day may regret. But, Afar Pikein, it's worth a person realizing that they might be very good at helping other people, but when it comes to themselves and their own decisions, Odom correlates a lot to me. A person's nigir. And, and, and in the final words on, on, on this point, before we get back to some halacha, apart from hashkofa, is, is we live in a time at the moment when I don't remember seeing nigir so apparent as right now. Everyone has an opinion. And anyone, I remember we used to say when we were in yeshiva, the word normal was very in fashion when we were in yeshiva. And the definition of normal was effectively anyone who is as from as me, but not nebbier than me, but not more modern than me. That's normal. Right? If they're more modern than me, then they're already like off. And if they're, you know, less with it than me, then they're nebs. You know, and you don't want to be associated with that. And we're all the normal guys. Right? And probably each cluster in the yeshiva, thought they were the normal guys. Probably. I don't know. Right? But, but that spectrum had a certain breadth. Had a certain breadth in it as to who was allowed to be considered, you know, they were the more normal guys and the less normal guys, but they were still allowed to be called normal. But nowadays, I, I'm, I've seen it, I've mentioned this to my wife so many times the last few weeks. You mummish get to see people who are Ramesh, on, on, on a hairbreadth, what's correct and what's not correct, and the moment the gears get in, it all goes completely out the window. And each person's got their own gears for different things and different people, and people close them, not close them, and it's unbelievable. It, it's like, it's ridiculous, because it's, I'm talking about sensible people, stable people, normal people, normal by any definition of the word, and yet, if they only have an out-of-body experience, and watch themselves, and watch their own decisions, and their own actions, and add them all up, and see actually, am I being consistent across the board, am I not being consistent across the board, then it's, it's a pachat. And if people would only focus less on other people, and more on themselves, just making sure what they're doing is right, forget about everyone else, you won't have to give a dim v'cheshun, on what everyone else does, unless you're causing them to do it. But if people would spend less time worrying about everyone else and more time worrying about themselves, let me just make sure I can answer, I've done what I think is right. And when it comes to the Nagiyas, don't make that call on your own. Right? Everyone has to have a, a, a task who they ask, who they follow, who they're comfortable following. And, and, and that, that's all you have to do. Because Odom Karavet Slatsmi, you might be sane, you might be sensible, you might have hundreds of people from all walks of life who ask your opinion, but when it comes to yourself, you're Karavet Slatsmi. That's come. Now, let's go completely, let's take it right down, light-hearted. Somebody called up with a shayla. Nothing to do with this sugya, just mamish, straight, simple, textbook shayla. Or, or so, let's see, yeah, if, what the oilam remembers. Somebody called up with a shayla this week. There's a lady called up with a shayla. She said she was in the park with her son. Son was playing in the park. And he comes to her and he says... He's found two 20-pound notes folded up 
on the grass in the park. And he gives them to her. And she goes around all the other Yiddish mothers sitting there in the park near her, asking if anyone's lost any money. And nobody's lost any money. So she says, you know what? Um, here's my number. And if anyone decides, realizes they've lost money, then please, they should give me a call. So, shortly after, one of the women in the park calls up and says, you're never going to believe this. I was actually speaking, I got a call from a sister of mine who had been in the park earlier, and she stopped while she was talking to me. She told me that she actually lost 40 pounds. She didn't tell me where she lost it. She didn't say, I lost it in the park, can you go and have a look for it? She said, I lost 40 pounds. So I told her, really, that's funny, because this person said that she found money. She didn't tell us how much she found. But, um, you know, so... so you know, if you want, you call her up, see if it was £40, maybe it was your money. So this woman who'd been in the park called up the woman who'd found the money to say, by the way, you're going to get a call from my sister because I gave her your number and I told her, you know, whatever. So she says this over to her son. So the son, who's in top year primary school, learning Eli Matthias, says, by the way, mummy, I'm not sure it's so posh that you have to be such a grace to take us on my cheshman, and go around the park asking everybody uh, if they lost the money, if they lost the money, leave your number not to see, you know, you have to be so, so from. But at them, we learn this Gemara, we learn this in Elim and it's money, and it was left in the park, and the person was for sure Mayayish, and since they were Mayayish, so, but at them now, you know, I, I should have the money. And now, you know, because you feel socially awkward, to turn around and say to this woman when she calls up, by the way, it sounds like you're actually Miyayish, so sorry mate, but like next time, I'm going to have to suffer. It's not fair. So the mother said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to ask a Shaila. Now by the way, there was where the mother got Chinuch right. Being Mechanech the child, that what, what do we do in a situation like that? We don't make the call ourselves, we ask a Shaila. Right, you have to ask a Shaila. Let's see, let's see what that lock is. So, no, I always say, most of you covered this uh, many years ago, but you probably covered it multiple times since. What's that locha? The, the lady who lost it was not Jewish. The lady who lost it is very much Jewish. Oh, right, okay, so there's no question of lifting Mishra Zadin. You're asking or you're telling? I'm suggesting we, a, a consideration that we ought to think about. Okay. You could also Where say that in the place of the majority of Jewish, it's different than the majority of not Jewish. So if you're in a park in Golders Green, the majority of Jewish, you, the, the, your requirement or obligation is different. And if the person, if, if it's similar in terms of the amount or the place, or the way it's folded up or something, make it some sort of simonim, and the majority of Jewish, you should try and find the Okay, so, 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 oh, so that, that, that's the, the, very good. So the question has been asked, that if Rav Yisrael, do we say, that, and there's a simon on it, then then uh, um, the person won't be Miyayish? So a few horrors to that. First of all, the fact that there's a number of Eden in a park um, together, they may make quite a lot of noise, and where they're sitting, that might be a Rav. But you have to know, do we go after that part of the park, or do we look at the park as a whole? When there aren't, necessarily, you know, I mean, not to my Prince's Park, you know, it was, it was a bigger park and whatever. And in the park as a whole, they weren't necessarily a rave, uh, uh, Yisrael. Then you have to know, even Rav Yisrael, if it's Mokum Shirabim Mitsuyin Bay, 
do we still apply that even if there's rave soul, is a person Miyayish or not? So in other words, if a person loses money in Ben Gurion Airport, where back in the days when people used to travel, it probably was rave soul, right? Does that mean they won't be Miyayish if there's a simon? Or, you know, okay, that might not be a, the best ride because to give us a rave soul or rave shemi mitzvahs, etc., separate shayna. But besides which, the point which Jeremy says is correct. What's the simon on this? The fact that you've got two 20 band notes folded together. But it was derech nefila. It definitely wasn't derech hamnocha. Nobody puts two 20 pound notes on the grass in a park, right? So it fell there. So when it falls, if it's something which might not fall bichlal together, so you don't know if you've got a simon. It's not a simon on the item. It's a simon that there's two notes together. When it falls, it could move, it could get blown, it could get anything. So if the person himself doesn't know there's a simon, then that itself, they'll be miyayish. Yeah, did she realize that she had lost it before she found it or not? Oh, so here's an interesting shayla. Here's one of the few areas in halacha that, in, in, let's say in Cheshem Mishpat, that I can recall where we go lakula, even though in Pashtus Svara it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What am I talking about? The Gemara says, which means that even though we have right at the beginning of Elim and Sears, the first Machlekes that any schoolboy learns normally. It's Machlekes Abayin Rava Yish Lemidas Haviyish Leaviyish, which means if a person loses something and you find it before they know they've lost it, we pass in Leaviyish and you can't keep it for yourself. But on money is one of the things listed where because money is Choshuv, a person will check their wallet the whole time and Odom Mashish Vikisiv Chosha, they'll know when they've lost the money. Alright? Now, the question is, Nowadays, if you lost a five pound note from your pocket, would you know you lost a five pound note? Do we say that that's money that was, that was, has a weight? You know, but, but if, you know, something which doesn't necessarily weigh that much, the person really know every second. The only thing that I would have said, I'll be svara, Adamamashish Bechol Shah is a mobile phone. Right? Most men. Adamamashish Bechol Shah. Right? Even those people are not using are checking that they, that, that they haven't missed someone who might want to be calling them or should want to call them or text them or whatever else it is, right? So, uh, if you, this, this, by the way, is, is gold, right? Giving a share in monks. But try giving a share in some other places and see the frequency of how often people are checking their phones or not checking their phones, right? Uh, I once gave a lady's share and it really bugged me how much a woman's mummish messaging on her phone. To such an it was mummish staring me and, 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 and I discovered after she was taking notes. <laughs> so it just shows it has to be done the Chavs Chus, right? Also, if everyone is doing here Rishem Shemayim, if um, the person would say, you should know, um, Am was a Miyayish, and the person would believe it. First of all, she would say, I thought even if a non-Jew is going to find it, they might have a Zim and Malchus a din to go to the keeper or whatever. To You find something, there's a law to say, you've got to bring it. And I sincerely still hope that there'll be an honest person who found it, whether Jewish or not. Yeah. Now, you might say that... Uh, a but you're, for, you're making an assumption that she knows where she's lost it, Bechal. She's This dropped from her. She's got no idea where. She didn't know it was in the park. When she called up her sister, she didn't tell her, are you in the park? Can you look for two twenty-five notes? She said, I've lost 40 pounds today. She was like complaining about the Matthias, not, not the Tellus. So, so it could be anyway she's not Miyash. So she think maybe maybe I lost it in the shop and maybe I lost it there and maybe I'll still find it. Fakir, so that's what I'm saying. Fakir, she doesn't even know where to look. She's lost it. She's lost it. Most people uh, uh, who, who leave a park and think they lost 20 pounds or 40 pounds note in a park, if you call up someone in the park and you don't even tell them to go and look for it, 
and you talk him why you be me ayish but but you said that you don't you don't she doesn't even know where she lost it so, so that, she thinks she lost it in the car so, but again if she, if she's car. not telling one of the people in one of the places she was in to look for it i mean she's not even bothered she's not retracing her steps i'll let you say save me a trip to the park can you look in the park i'm going to look in case no not in the park she still thinks she'll find this money she doesn't know where again, she lost it again if she's not going to retra- retrace her, st- her steps yes. how is she going to find it because maybe she she will find it in a place where she will, she'll find it in the car. Okay, she'll I, find it at a, at a, at a the, 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 very clear. If a person, the, 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 because at that time, you take on that, uh, first of all, maybe it's not a lot of money or whatever, you think, no, but if somebody would tell you now, you should know, I've lost it, but I was not Miyaj. There's a shy, a shy in the person, whether you believe them. No, but you believe it. The other person believes it. All the question is now... But I'm, but I'm telling you, so I'm telling you, in this particular Shaila, it was actually the opposite. She was Miyaj. There's no question she was Miyaj. She was she was grumbling a mile. Oh, why kiss? Right? The says, "How do you? What's what's called yish?" When a person says, "Woe to me, I lost money." That's mumish what she was doing. Mumish as you don't normally hear it like that. She said, "I never, I never thought I'd see." No, she said, "Aha, I lost forty pounds today." Okay, so that that's the point I was getting to. That's the point I was getting to. That Chazal say that whenever you find money, you can assume the person who's dropped it has checked and they know they lost it and they be meyish. And that's what I'm saying is a chiddush because because Matthias, I, I wouldn't have thought that was the case, right? Most people have wallets or purses. I mean, a woman with a bag in her purse, bechlal. How often do you see a woman opening a purse and checking again how many notes she's got in it, bechlal? That's in in halacha and Rishlam is paskins la Yes, that's what we say nowadays. I, you don't think it's so? Chazal said it's so. End of. That's what I'm saying. It's one of the rare cases where you find. Lukula, something which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense in Momnus. You're saying Lukula because we're allowing you to keep money, which if she wasn't Miyayish, you've got a Mitzvah to return it. And we're being Makal. Right? So you don't have a Raya when you believe that the person who's not Miyayish, that still you'd say that. Or you have. Uh, on that, on that, Chazal say that, that, that even a person, in, in most of the scenarios that the, the Gemara already brings down, even a person standing there screaming, Right? Yeah, but really he knows it's lost. It's lost. So he's, he's screaming about the fact it's lost. Marvin's emotional, okay, if it's something getting washed out to sea. He say, I'm not Miyayish, I'm not Miyayish. Yes. You're not, you're a nudnik, but, you're, you, but you are really Miyayish, because it's lost, it's lost, yes. finished. Someone drops 20 pounds. No, not in this case. 20, someone yeah, drops 20 pounds in Heathrow Airport. Say, I am, I someone am loses 20 pounds in Heathrow Airport. And says, I'm not Miyayish. In this case, she was for sure Miyayish. The, the question which you might have is, was she Miyayish only now, or was she Miyayish a minute later? And the answer to that is, first of all, she's already left the park in this particular case. Chazal say we don't even need that. Chazal say instantly. But one could clear you, really, instantly, whatever. But here, she's already left the park, she's Miyayish. Let's move on. Let's, let's be macabre now and move on. So now what? So but it's got to be Miyayish because there's no simon and he can't get it back anyway. That's what I'm saying. Derech nafila, even two notes folded together is not a simon because you don't know how it fell, you don't know how it landed, you don't know if they're together now. So what are you showing? The sun doesn't got any time. Because? Why? Because if he felt that he had a claim to it, he should have said that straight away when he handed the money to his mother. Why did he hand the money to his mother? 
he has the money to his mother because he's found it here. But he's not telling his mother, I've relinquished my rights. He hopes his mother will do the right thing. He was already talking to his mother about what... He was already talking to his mother about what scooter he could buy with the money before the call came through. Yeah. What happened? What happens is that now the mother's about... One second. What happened now is the mother's about to get a call and she wants to know what she's meant to do. Well, if you say that... Uh, you I haven't said anything yet. The violet's all been said so here. You, so you're just saying, the mother will say, although it's probably your money, but Chazal says that you, even though you, you might, yes, I'll be mayaj, no mayaj, doesn't matter. The deal is, we take on that it's, there was a year, and therefore the money no longer belongs to you. That's so far what the son is saying. No, that's what you're saying, that, that's that, halacha. Yeah, but there's two, pe- two more important parts of halacha, which I haven't yet said. So is it uh, uh, Matthias Cotton, Matthias Cotton the Cotton, right? No, thank you. No. Yeah, for Darche Shalom. Darche Shalom, yeah. Yeah, but Ed said Matthias Cotton belongs to a parent. Right? Uh, Matthias with Cotton... Oh, oh, that's the point, Matthias Cotton the Cotton no, means... That's something him, else. That's, that's something else. That's saying if a cotton finds something and you as a yes. goggle, not as a parent... You as a god will come along and the cotton can't be kona and you want to take it off the cotton because the cotton can't be kona. In order to keep the peace, you shouldn't take it off the cotton. However, a cotton who's so mechal shulchan aviv, in fact, even the god who's so mechal shulchan aviv, the is because of Eva, the father's entitled by cotton, it's not because of Eva. It belongs to the, to the father. Halacha number one. Halacha number two is there is a halacha that if you find something, even though the owner's been miyayish, there is an inning of Lifnim Mishur Satin to give it back. There's an inning of Lifnim Mishur Satin to give it back. So step one is to turn around and say, there's Lifnim Mishur Satin, that even though you're right to tell this boy, even though you're right, the the person's being Miyayish, um, but there's Lifnim Mishur Satin to give it back. If this child was a godl who's not Simchal Shulchan Aviv, it wouldn't be the parent's call to do lifnim mishur sadin if the child doesn't want to. By definition, lifnim mishur sadin. You can't force the person to do lifnim mishur sadin. So the fact that the parent might do it is irrelevant. If the child, if, if, if their son doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. However, in this particular case, the halacha is that Avedas cotton belongs to the parents. So I told the mother, Zazoi, if your son wants to stick to the letter of the law, that's what he's telling you. I've learned in Elim that Ba'etzem, they'd be Meyayish already, and therefore it now belongs to me. So if we're dealing with the letter of the law, the letter of the law is it doesn't belong to you. No, it doesn't. It belongs to your parents. Right? Now, if this woman wouldn't have come along, maybe the parents would have done the nice thing. I'm not even going to say the correct thing, or I'm not even going to say the honorable thing. Because there's no khiv whatsoever. But maybe they would have done the nice thing and let the child use it for himself, and buy himself a nice scooter, and shon wali saw. But there'd be no khiv in that. But etzim, it doesn't belong to the child. So now, if the, 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 the parents have a toss-up between doing what Chazal are saying is the right thing, lifnim mishur sadin, in returning it to the owner, or giving it to the child, which is not classified anywhere in halacha as lifnim mishur sadin, it's maybe a nice thing to do if you don't want your kid to have a tantrum or to think that his parents have ripped him off. Wrongly, but to think his parents have ripped him off. So then, you have to turn around to the child and fakir, say, excellent, what you, what you applied in, in the Gemara was excellent, it was a good ha'ara, I hadn't thought of that. Why well, I also wasn't, I wasn't aware of that halacha, and I also wasn't aware of another two halachas. Number one, is that a of a cotton belongs to the parent, to the father, specifically. And number two, again, if he's supported by a father, if he's living with his mother, and his mother supports him, then the mother. And number two, the, 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 the is a lifnim, 
And now, how do you know that you've learned this halacha that Zifnimish has said in this year? Most of you. When I remind you, you'll remember exactly that you've learned it. Anyone remember? No, but there's a child of Maisa. Oh, usual, excellent. Well child of Maisa. That was the, that was the Nukuda. Very good. Rukhaim Kanievsky. Rukhaim Kanievsky writes in a late, well, Rukhaim Kanievsky's brother-in-law, Yusuf Silverstein, writes in a later in Shabbat, in the name of his brother-in-law, Rukhaim, that even though there's a locha of Lefnim Meshur Sadin, but there's a khir to take Maisa first. And he explains that's what we had in the Pasha, right, uh, not so long ago, when Avraham Avinu gave to the Malachim back, we, he took Maisa. Not sure he took Maisa, because Ba'ez, um, Kirish Mechoma bin Hefka, it's not theirs, I'll be din anymore. So he's giving them back, really theirs, that's a nice thing to do, but Ba'ez, it's a Matana. If it's a Matana, you first have to take Maisa. And therefore, Chaim Kanyeski passened, that if a person finds, let's say in this particular Shaila, 40 pounds, right, and they want to do Lifnim Meshur Sadin, and give it back to the owner who's been Mayaish already, you can do that, but you first have to take Maisa. So according to Chaim, you should first be taking four pounds off the 20 pounds, and when the woman calls up, sorry, 40, um, uh, off the 40 pounds, four pounds off the 40 pounds, and then when the woman calls up, you say, yes, that's right, I got your money, and she comes and to collect it, and you give her 36 pounds. Alright? And, 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 and she should take Maisa as well. And, the, and, the recipient. And she, exactly, she's been cleaning from... She's been She's, she's been Yahya Shadi, so it's Pasha and Matana for her, so she can take Maisa again. Again, whether she takes Maisa or not, it's her own Cheshun, whether she takes Maisa according to her own circumstances, and he will give you a different shi on that another time. But, however, why didn't I say that advice? Because at the time, like I told you, I actually had this correspondence directly with Abraham where I wrote to him asking um, if this is correct, because not everything you see on Lein Nushabach can be relied on. And um, I said, is this correct that Abraham that, that, uh, wrote this? And he said, yes. And I said to him, if that's correct, do you remember the Shaila? Very Nagia de Kishaila. It was fifty. Sorry? Fifty dollars, wasn't it, right? No, I'm not talking about the money, but I'm saying I asked him uh, based on this Shaila, I asked him a completely different Shaila, which really is a standalone Shaila. It's not fair to blame this on him. A standalone Shaila. A Shaila which is much more Nagia than this than this Aveda Shaila. Shaila Yes, well done Yossi. Very good. In England, the average person who hasn't, who hasn't been to a Cheshire relies on a, uh, 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 an English will. Right? Uh, so English will, but Edsem is Mitzvah Karim Devames, not Shlach HaSidacha, on a normal English will. We pass an English will works on Mitzvah Karim Devames. So, right, sorry, So therefore, Azay, if a father's nifter, and he has a son, and he has a daughter, and he writes an English will, he's got no wife, let's say, keep it simple. And he writes an English will, his assets are to be divided equally between his two children. Right? Alpi halacha, most of the post-game hold, the English will won't work at all. Even a padre holds it does work, and the reason they hold it doesn't work is because it's achamevesim, achamevesim, it's not yours to give away, etc. The Rapata, who's, who's Mechadosh, it does work, it's not Mamish his, but it's blamed on him, the, uh, who holds it does work, says, how's it, well, how's it work? Because Mitzvah Lekayim Devames, that really it falls Birusha to the son, but he's got a mitzvah to give half of it to his sister. Right? So he inherits a million pounds, he's got a mitzvah to give 500,000 to his sister. So I asked Rukhaim Kanievsky, 
according to you, although it's not actually according to him, it's, it's really Stamakuchaina, you know, is that according to you, if, if you're saying this Mahalachon, if Nimishu Satin, so to speak, so would you say the same thing here? When the son Yashan's a million pounds, really it's all his. So therefore, really, he has to take Maisa, takes off a hundred thousand pounds for Maisa. Right? And now, when he wants to give his sister, so what, how much is he giving his sister? So, 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 so what we're saying is you can't take half a million for me and half a million for his sister and, and, and I'll take myself mine and you take myself yours. Because if Ba'edsim it all belongs to him, just he's doing the right thing amidst the kind of mess in giving his sister, he should first have to take Maisa on everything, then give his sister and she takes Maisa again. That's what should happen. So Chaim wrote back that no, because amidst the kind of mess is a Kenyan. And therefore, she was going to her half a million pound. Which I wrote back and said, okay, except that the Shulchan Aruch says it's not. The Shulchan Aruch says clearly that if the son would go, let's say there's a mitzvah kam dames to give this piece of jewelry to the sister, and the son ignores that and he sells the jewelry, the mekach is chal. Because it's not a kinyan. If it would be a shchimirah who says this jewelry goes to the sister, shchimirah, matna shchimirah is a kinyan and it belongs to the sister. And if the son would sell it, the sales bottle because it, it's a kinyan. But we paskin, mitzvah kam divames, is not a kinyan. So how can you say that? So which Shukhaim said, Maisit's Machlaikis was showing you whether Mitzvah Kaim Divamas is a Kenyan or not. And for Hilchot Stocker, you can be slaving on those, on those Rushayn. No, I that, don't know. That, that's, really, that's why I put my hands up, because I'm not an expert in how many, uh, Stotim Lukula one can be slaving on Hilchot Stocker. So, I can't comment. But, but, the Gabi Mitzvah Kaim, you say, the Gabi Hilchot Stocker, that's sufficient. But to come back to this Shaila, he's saying it's, even though we pass in Shulchan Aruch, that if the sun, would ignore the mitzvah and sell it, it's chal, because it's not a Kenyan. But for Hilchah's stocker, we can allow the shit that it was a Kenyan, enough that you don't have to take stocker before you give it over. Meister. Sorry? No, Faket. The mitzvah was that his sister should get half a million. That's enough of a Kenyan that it's hers, that you don't have to take Meister first. That, 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 was, that was what Rechaim was saying. But, but to come back to Ashaila, and, and Mamish in this story, I, I think it's, it's, it's Nochariah, uh, that, that, whatever, nah, this is not coming very well after the introduction of how a person's got Nagiris and everything, but, okay, as, as someone who passes these areas, I'm entitled to pass them as I see fit. It's not Nagir to me, it's not my shine. If it would be my shine, I wouldn't pass it myself. But, but, I, I don't agree. I, when a person picks up an Aveda, right, and they go and ask a Shailah, what's Allah, what am I meant to do with this? So let's pick this particular lady. We've got a living example of, of, of this Nukuda. She calls up and says, I don't know what I'm meant to do. I've got 40 pounds here. I was trying to find the owner. My son tells me that really it belongs to me or, or him. Um, I've got a person who's going to call me who's going to say it's theirs. I don't know what that lock is. You tell me what I'm going to do. And I tell them, well, there's a lefnim and satin that you should give it back to the owner even though it's in the bimayayish. So at that stage, have they had das to be koina bechalal? They don't know. The poshut don't know. What am I meant to do? Is it mine? Is it theirs? Even if it, even if I'm not mechuyiv to give them, should I give it to them? So to say that they've been koina enough that now I'm mechuyiv meiser, even though I've had no das to be koina, I don't know what to do. If you're telling me this lifnimishu satin, I'm not going to be koina. I'm going to give it to her. The child stam can't be koina. First of all, the, the child at the stage where he gave it to the mother actually wasn't Kona. 
Because the child's at that stage, I haven't even necessarily thought what they've learned or not learned. But let's say they're taka bin kona. It's not going to be a kin into Rabbanon, which bets them the, the father will get the rights to. So it's the, it's the father's. The yeah, father's had no das. Right. Well, the kinyan was chal, and then he goes to the father. How old was the So child? he wanted it, he never, Again, you know, he never had it. If you turn around and tell the child that, by the way, that the halacha actually says in this particular circumstance that the right thing to do is give it back to the owner, he knows, he doesn't know. Right. Sorry? The woman for sure... That's what I'm saying. The woman's going around trying to find the owner, right? The woman's trying to go, imagine the owner would have been sitting there, right? Imagine the woman would be sitting there on the, on the grass, and he, she would have gone around, the mother would have gone around with this money which her son's given her, right? And, and, would have, and, and she would have found it, she would have said, did you lose the money? She says, yes, I lost 220, oh, I took, I lost 220 pounds. She said, oh, I found them, she would have given them back, end of story. Now you're right, when they would have got home, and the son's reflecting back on the story, this, I'm saying, in this particular shayla, he would have turned and said, actually, I'm not so sure what just happened with Sir Poshet. But, but Edsem, he wasn't telling, Mummy, you can't go around doing this. At the time, he wasn't saying, you're a gunner, these are my money. Right? So I don't know what does, he did have or didn't have. But in the average scenario, a person doesn't know what that lock is, they go and ask the Shaila, what am I meant to do? And if you turn around and say, by the way, but Edsem, you could be kind of them, but there's a definite issue to him to give them back to the owner. So to me, it's a massive kiddush to say that they're kind of it, chayav meister, and then give back to the owner. The truth is, what difference does it make? It makes a difference whether they're meant to give out 40 pounds or 36. Yes, but then she has to give back. She has to take Maisa. The one founder who is Messiah, she has to have a That's, anyway. that's, whatever. So, the, so, the, so there's no, there's double Maisa. There's double Maisa. She's going to have to take Maisa after. She wants to know, am I allowed to give out 40 pounds or are you telling me I have to give out 36? And then she's going to take it again. No, I, she, she never had a minute to ask that and I didn't have a minute to tell her. But I'm telling you, Ruchayim would say yes, you have to give out 36. Unless you want to pay four pounds from your own pocket in order not to be embarrassed. But I'm saying to me that, that's a very, very, uh, it's, it's a whacking Kiddish. It's a whacking Kiddish to say that, that, pun? Sorry, Diane. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Diane. Can I just ask a quick question? Would Kiddish Hashem ever override any of these halakhas? They say you plan to be in Brent Cross? The, 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 the Chazal, Chazal do, yes. yes, definitely. Chazal do say, if you find something, and you know that it fell from a goy, but you find in a mokum, which means that the goy is going to assume it was found by Yid, then there's a mokum of Kiddush Hashem to say that you have to return it, because otherwise, uh, the goy is, there's going to be a Chilil Hashem. Thank you, exactly how far it goes. But Chazal discussed the Chashivas of Kiddush Hashem. Sorry? For sure. For sure. I've actually told you though, the other way around to return Aveda to, 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 to God's only mutter, but that's if you do it in a way that makes Kiddush Hashem. Unless we come to Din Machusa, which is very complicated, whether it does or doesn't apply to God with these halachas. But just in conclusion, so again, the, the beauty of this is, again, you see. The different angles in the, in in the halacha when they all when they all come together, right? Uh, but but to say in this particular case that 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 the mother well it wouldn't have even been the mother like we say it would be the mother koina on behalf of her husband because it really belongs to her husband, which she didn't have any dafso either way. But but to say in this in, in this particular case that you have to give back thirty six uh, pounds to the woman because you first have to take four pounds off and give to Maisa, I I I, I didn't say that. Shkoyach.